0: Alright, well welcome back to Real Life Keto Radio. I'm here with my friend Courtney, and she is a 25-year-old who discovered the keto lifestyle a couple of years ago in reference to her mom. Like yeah. You thank your mom for it, right?
1: Oh, 100%. I tell her that. I'm so happy that she put herself first when it came to a healthy lifestyle because it was the ripple effect that now I um, learned about it and can make it impact myself.
0: Right. So you benefited not only from the fact that she was getting healthier, that she had more patients, that mm-hmm. her mood was better, right? but now you've seen some changes in your own life. So tell us what that's looked like.
1: Yeah. So I mentioned before that I used to be a bank manager. And so um, I'm so grateful for that because I was able to learn, because I am 25, I don't have a husband, I don't have kids. So at times it is hard to say, put myself first, if that makes sense, and care about others because I don't have that husband or kids that people say, oh, well, I have to put my kids first. I have to put my husband first before I put myself. Sometimes I would put my team first before me and I was dragged in so many different ways. It was just like a different perspective of looking at it. But when I started putting myself first in a way of taking care of myself, um, then I was able to be happier. I was able to do more for my team and not be so like irritated or annoyed um, as a manager. So then I was able to be a better manager and also my productivity went up. So then I was able to have better productivity where I was teaching leaders like future leaders and then their productivity is going up. So it's just kind of a ripple effect, which is really interesting to see. Like we are all winning because of me putting myself first and. Um, drinking the ketones and learning about the lifestyle because I was not using so much of wine as a coping mechanism. I wasn't using takeout or I wasn't um, using trash TV as a coping mechanism. I was actually feeding my mind and seeing what can I do to better myself
0: to help better others. Well, I I think that's such an important message. Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned self-care and I know a lot of women sometimes we do feel selfish Mm -hmm. if we take time out for ourselves. So like for my life, I am a wife and a mom. And so to think about taking time or resources for myself right. instead of for my kids or my husband, that that might be construed as selfish, right? but what you're saying is that if I take care of myself, I have more of myself to give right, to my family. Or in your instance, like you're a young lady who was really focused on her career, right? so you were really pouring into your team. Mm-hmm. And the people that were looking up to you, looking to you for leadership and for instruction and for training, Yeah, a lot of times you were trying to give to them, and maybe that was leaving your company cup empty
1: right exactly I always think of it like at the cup it's like how full is your cup are you kind of getting drip by drip every day and it's kind of running dry or is it overflowing where you can gladly give things away versus selfishly because at times are you annoyed that somebody's asking you a question or are you happy to help them it's kind of saying where are you at are you irritated or just like oh how can I help you
0: yeah hmm Well, and that kind of reminds me, of course, my perspective is as a mom. Yeah. When our kids were little, we have two daughters who are now in their 20s, -hmm. (laughs) like you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But when they were little, my husband and I always tried to take at least one vacation a year, Mm -hmm. like for a week without them. And my husband always wanted to call the kids and talk to them. I literally wanted to pretend (laughs) like I wasn't a mom for a week. I mean, and I love my kids dearly. I love being a mom but I wanted to just be Rebecca for a week yeah. and and not be mom. Mm-hmm. I knew they were safe and taken care of. They were usually with grandparents, but I just needed that. Right. And I felt like when I came back, I was a better mom. Mm-hmm. I was refreshed. Like you said, my cup was full, yeah. and then I could gladly pour into my children instead of being resentful and tired and grumpy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so when you were working and you switched, you were drinking ketones, you were moving toward a keto lifestyle, like... What changes did you make as far as dietary changes or maybe exercise or movement? Did you change those as well?
1: I did. It first started because I didn't have time for lunch breaks. Like I was always so busy. In my lunch break, I was usually working. So those long, eleven-hour days like really got to me. So um, my first change was actually forcing myself to take a lunch break and actually eat something that was a lower carb option versus the candy bar and the coke that I would grab. Um, to get at through the store to get through. Right, exactly. And just like a granola bar or just like something to do that. So that was like my first change. And then it built on that and I had more energy when I got home. So instead of turning on the TV, um, I would go for a walk. And when I started this, it was the spring and summertime. So it was easier to go walk the block and then it turned into maybe a little bit of a jog and then pushing myself for maybe in another five minutes, another five minutes. And I got to play and, um, to see what kind of exercise
0: worked best for me and what I like to do. I love that because you didn't maybe join a gym and start doing crazy workouts mm-hmm. and completely change the way you were eating and starting meal prep right. and doing all these things at once because so many people, I think, are desperate for a change and they think well i have to make big changes i have to change everything i eat right i have to change and i have to exercise and join a gym and i have to do all of these things all at once it's too much it's too much and it's overwhelming yeah. and then you might power through for a day or two maybe a week but then maybe you get injured at the gym because you're trying to do too much too right. soon or you just realize i don't have a lifestyle that supports all of these changes and you give up
1: right because you're so overwhelmed and you haven't created any habits to actually make it stick there's like a lot i've done it before where i'm like oh i need to change everything that lasted a day and then the next morning i'm just like yeah i'm gonna hit snooze i can just do it the next day and the next day never comes because of the laundry list of things and the false expectations i put on
0: myself yeah i think that's that's great wisdom from somebody so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah just making some baby changes baby steps little changes until those become habits, right, and then you can make additional changes on top of those,
1: right? Exactly. It's just going to be habit stack- stacking, um, and then eventually it, you don't even realize you're doing it because it's a part of your daily life. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so like you said, when I used to be a bank manager, like talk us through that. Like, what kind of changes have you made in a professional
1: way? So much, so much better. I love it. So now I am a um, life and health coach. So I am able to take everything that I've learned in these past three years and implement it and that I've implemented and teach others how to do it as well. So all of these little tidbits that you're saying is gold is all things that I had to learn and I had to learn it the hard way. But now I'm able to teach others
0: so they can do it for themselves as well. So you're a health and wellness yes. coach. okay? So explain to me what you see as the value of coaching. Like, have you been coached or like what led you to become a coach?
1: Yeah. So I've taken these past years and I've really invested time and money into myself to learn what is going to work. And so I have tried all these different things. And so what I've learned is that my coaches have more experience than I do why would I spend 20 or 40 years trying to figure this out if this other person has already done it? So I'm just going to take all of their gold and let them teach me versus me spending the
0: next 40 years of my life trying to figure it out for myself.
1: I want to go further faster.
0: Yeah, so you're basically harnessing the experience of others right. to to jumpstart your experience.
1: Right, exactly, because with drinking ketones and uh, um, having the momentum of a lower um, being more carb conscious basically and having that lifestyle, it was the kind of momentum and I just needed to build on it and just kind of keep jump starting myself and just learn from all these different coaches and see what can I do to be better as well.
0: Okay, you said a phrase that I really like, and I want to kind of segue off to discuss that. You mentioned being carb conscious yeah so are you not a strict keto dieter
1: no I am not strict um, I will say in the middle of my journey I was more strict and when I started to meet my goals I was able to pivot to create more something that's lasting because like I said I did try to change everything after I I finally clicked in my head how to do Keto. So then I did it, but then I was like, well, I don't want to do this forever. So I'm going to pivot my way to figure out what kind of lifestyle is going to work for me so I don't feel like I'm on a quote unquote diet or that I can't eat that. I just choose not to because I know what fuels my body the best. But if I do want a margarita or chips and queso, I will prepare to have that.
0: <laughs> okay, well, now now you're talking my love language. Right. You said chips and queso. So <laughs> I am also not a strict keto diet. Mm-hmm. Um, I drink ketones. I do a lot of intermittent fasting. I love to exercise, yes. as you know. I also am carb conscious, meaning I like kind of pay attention to the carbs that I eat. Mm-hmm. I decide. Is this worth it or not? Like chips and queso, that yeah. would definitely get a check mark in my book. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, like when you said you account for it, how do you account for that to stay balanced in your lifestyle?
1: Um, it goes back to fasting. So, what I do if I know that I'm maybe going to go out with the girls or go on a date, um, I will fast up to that meal that's there. I'll drink my ketones probably 30 minutes before I eat. And also I love dancing. So that's my go-to exercise. So if I'm out with the girls, then usually we're going dancing afterwards. So I'm using all of these things to, um, kind of counterbalance and just, um, uh, with
0: life. It sounds like you have a lot of tools in your tool belt because yes. you mentioned drinking ketones, you mentioned exercise movement. Um, you mentioned intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice that you can sort of play with those in your life, depending on what's going on Mm -hmm. to help you live the life that you want to live.
1: Right. Exactly. And I would say another tool that I use is the mindset because before I would say, Oh my God, I ruined my quote unquote diet because I had a margarita. I ruined it because I had Mexican. No, I didn't ruin it. I just decided to enjoy my life and prepare myself. And I feel like that's a mind shift twist Mm. to really know, like, it's okay to do those things. It's like life is too short to be on a diet. What's going to work for you? And I feel like that is another tool in my toolbox
0: to keep enjoying life. Oh my God, goodness. I mean, and how refreshing is that to like literally mm-hmm. not feel guilty? Right, exactly. If you quote unquote go off the plan. Mm-hmm. I love that you're talking about making choices and making adjustments based on those choices. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you mentioned was having a margarita. Yes. And we get a lot of questions sometimes about people who want to drink alcohol, but think maybe that's forbidden on a keto diet or lifestyle, that's not a huge part of my life. But I would love for you to kind of talk about what that can look like in a keto or carb conscious lifestyle.
1: Yeah, definitely. So a lot of times is um, I love game nights with my friends. And so when I have game nights and I'm able to host it, I have a little bit more of the control of what is going to be in the house. Or even if I go to somebody's house, I can bring it as well. So that means that I could bring um, the seltzers that I like, or I could bring, um, sometimes I do ketones and do a liquor. And so there is times where you kind of just get to play with the recipes to see what you like and just kind of read the label to see what's something that's more lower carb and staying away from the sugary mixes and staying away from the pre-made drinks as well, because those are what's loaded in sugar. So being um, carb conscious, like we talked about and learning to read a label has really helped with um, that part of the lifestyle. And so a lot of times when you're drinking, you also wanna eat. So it's like it's one or the other, or sometimes it's both. So if I'm going out for pizza, then it's eating the toppings. If we're going to a burger joint, then it's eating the burger without the uh, bun. So it's making those decisions
0: on when you're going out and just being that carb conscious. I love that you say it's like your choices, Yeah, you know, like you are choosing not to eat the bun Mm -hmm. or to eat the toppings off the pizza Yeah, and that that is the way you want to fuel your body, but Mm -hmm. still have a good time. You know, you're in your twenties for most 20 year olds, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's not realistic to think you're not going to go out for burgers or Mexican or pizza with your friends. And nobody wants to be the
1: person that's like, Oh, sorry, I'm on a diet. I can't go out. Like I refuse to worse. Yeah. I refuse to be that person. Um, and live that lifestyle, I'm still going to be with the girls playing games, um, just on margarita night, going to Mexican, like, all of these things. I'm usually the first person that's like, all right, where are we going? Like, it's time for girls' night. <laughs>
0: yeah, and there are so many options when you're doing a keto kind of lifestyle yeah. that are off-limits to people who are quote-unquote dieting. Right. You know, like, you can have the queso, you mm-hmm. can have the guacamole. Exactly. Like, those yummy things that are full of healthy fats, mm-hmm. you can enjoy Right. Exactly. So that's re- that's really fun. Um, and then other things you can just kind of, like you said, make adjustments with taking off the buns, mm-hmm. maybe scrape the toppings off the pizza. Um, more and more places are having cauliflower crust pizza or yeah. other alternatives. So like you don't have to be that person with yeah. all of these dietary rules exactly. that everybody has to dance around. That's so annoying.
1: Right. It's like that person's like, well, where can we eat? Because Courtney's on a diet. Like, no,
0: no, we're not mm-hmm. doing that. <laughs> It's been so much fun chatting with you, Courtney. I mean, we could talk for hours, but we're running out of time. And I would love for you to just kind of share with the listeners, what would you advise them to do if they were interested in making these kind of changes to their lives? Like how do they get started?
1: Yeah. I mean, that question itself is just a loaded question because I have so much to say and really have a minute left, <laughs> but I would say is since I find the person that has already done it and learn from them. The power of coaching, and I can say that because I've had so many coaches in my life, and that's how I've been able to do this so fast and so young. So it's the power of coaching and finding that coach that works best for you to learn from, and they can break it down to simple micro goals so you can celebrate the small wins and realize what's going to work for you and your lifestyle to find your perfect real
0: um, keto. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. <laughs> as a 25 year old, gosh, she's wiser than her years, guys. Um, it's been fun chatting with you. it has been we, fun. Yeah, we'll have you again sometime. Sounds good. All right, that's it for now. Go live your best life.
1: <laughs> so, if you're interested in learning more, you can go to RealLifeKeto.com. We have tons of resources there, all kinds of content and things that are going to help you on your Real Life Keto journey. Help you to maximize what you're trying to do with your health. Now, Rebecca was a lawyer mm Rebecca is a lawyer, so she loves disclaimers. So here she goes.
0: (laughs) All right. So we are not your medical professionals. In fact, we are not even medical professionals. We are just sharing our experience and opinions. So you should not take anything that we say as medical advice. In fact, you should always work with your medical provider to make any changes in your supplementation, your nutrition, your exercise, whether or not you fast, just run all that by your medical provider. Also, any results we discuss may not be typical and are not guaranteed. Do you feel disclaimed? If you made it this far, you would get along really well with Rebecca, but I would definitely make fun of you. (laughs)